Welcome to Do A Blessing CNS Church London's podcast, sharing the good news weekly. We hope you are blessed by today's message. Lord, we just want to say thank you again. We bless you for this hour. Father, we say let your name be glorified in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, we ask that your grace will be upon us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, faithful Father. In Jesus' precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Now, we, I'm talking about what you may have come around, or maybe you might not have had it, is the bones of Joseph. The bones of Joseph. And one thing which I've observed in, in the, you know, when Joseph, who was Joseph? Let's just say Joseph was um, one of the sons of Jacob. And Joseph was someone that had um, and that loved. He, he, he was his brothers were selling, were doing. It's interesting that his brothers were taking out the animals to go and feed, and in the process they sell some, and they keep they bring some back home. So they were serving their father, but it was at their own interest. As long as he pays them. They served their father. That's what they were doing. And Joseph, who God and Joseph said, no, this, this is not right. We are not supposed to be serving our father only to benefit our own interest. And that kind of says a lot about different kind of Christians. We are all children of the same father. But some is only when they pay them. They pay them. And some who do it irrespective of it. Now the Bible says here that you know Pharaoh was sorry um, um, Moses was so great in, in Genesis 41 42 40, uh, 40 to 41 he says that he says that now Pharaoh made him set him over all the land so basically Joseph became somebody that was that was so that was basically in Egypt. After Pharaoh, it was he was Joseph. After Pharaoh, he was Joseph. In fact, it's interesting that. But but Joseph had one thing in mind. When Joseph died, if you go to let's just go to Exodus chapter thirteen verse. When Joseph died, Joseph said. Exodus chapter 13 verse 9. Joseph said, said, basically said in that scripture that you should make, make sure that when, I, when God brings you out of Egypt, do not allow my bones to be in Egypt. So Joseph was saying, I may not see the day you will leave Egypt, but I know that a day will come. But when that day comes, Please do not leave my bones in Egypt. In fact, he, was, he did not allow him, he did not allow them to bury him. Because he wanted to, he was he believed in something that he didn't have. Do you know what it takes? If you go to Israel, sorry, Egypt today, one of the things you will see there is their pyramids. And those pyramids still houses the ancient um, pharaohs that have ever lived. 
So, what Joseph saw that, you know what, it could be immortalized forever. People could go to Egypt and say, oh, that is the where, that is where Joseph laid. But Joseph said, no, I don't want to be here. Make sure you carry my, 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 my bones wherever you're going. Now, I want us to look closely into that one. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 12, he said, by faith, Hebrews 11 verse 22, said, by faith, when he was dying, that's um, Joseph, he made mention of the departure of the children of Israel, and he gave them instructions about his bones. So when he was he was in his dying bed. He said, you know, I, I know that there is something ahead. Why? Because he knows that the mission he has in his life is beyond him. We would see it in, in Psalm 105, it was Psalm 105, verse 17. To 20. He said, he sent a man before them who he sold as a slave. They hurt his feet with feathers and laid and laid hands until the time that until the time that his word came to pass. The word of the Lord tested him. Now, what I'm trying to say is that when you come from verse 17, he said, he sent a man before them. So he looked as if Joseph realized that there was a mission going on that is, but he is a bridge in that mission. He is, he, 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 he kind of understands that he is not alone. So he said, you know what, even though I am dead, I want you to keep carrying my corpse until we all arrive at that destination. Until we all arrive at that destination. The Bible teaches us in Psalm 84, verse 5. He said, Blessed is the man, 84, verse 5. He said, Blessed is the man whose heart is in you, whose heart is set on a pilgrimage. It's important. That when we begin to study the way Joseph reasoned, one thing Joseph knew was that he was not alone. That was why it was quite interesting that God picked him out of his brothers. Why? Because the brothers, as far as they were concerned, when they sold the animals, it was about them. As soon as he pays them, then they would, they would go to the farm. If he does not pay them, then they don't go. And God saw that, you know what, these ones, the, the, their, their life mission is not about them. So the Bible says God picked Joseph out of that family and he sent him ahead. And you will see that Joseph constantly lived his life like that. It didn't really matter, it was not about him. That's why I said, see, when I die here, it's not a problem. Just keep carrying me. Most of the time, people are looking at what God is saying. He would get them, they would, they would use them to get to 
but they fail to realize the steps along the way. They fail to realize the steps along the way. And Joseph, and, and the Bible encourages us in that, in that particular aspect. is for us to understand that you are not alone. Life is not only about you. 2018 may have come to an end, but the mission is still going on. Do you really think or believe that you are part of something? Or do you think that everything ends with you? I was watching the documentary of, of, of Barack Obama yesterday, and I began to understand how this man got to where he was. It wasn't about, it didn't just, it didn't just come from nowhere. He had history from his school days. He always believed that life was not necessarily about him or about how the mission and the vision of the forefathers would move ahead. And guess what happened? Joseph was pursuing God's vision. As a result, God was bringing him his own ways. A news, a news came true from CNN this morning. And it was about a guy, a Nigerian guy, Uche, I believe he's 25, he was 25 years old, or he's 25 years old. He had graduated, he had no job, he had no food. And he was quite desperate to, to get a job. So he went to a brick lane, place where they were building a house and he said he begged them to give him a job and he said no. He said he stood there he was crying and begging and he said you see and something else, they abused him and pushed him away so he was going on the road in, in, at Lagos Island for those who know around that area and he saw the lagoon and he jumped into the lagoon to commit suicide. He jumped into the water. Unluckily for him, he got picked up by the fisherman. So when the fisherman picked him up, they had him move out to the police. And in Nigeria, to commit suicide is a criminal offense. So they arrested him and put him in prison. While he was in prison, waiting for his time before court, there was a group of lawyers who are part of the Elevation Church. And their ministry was to go to prison. So they went to prison and they met him. And he said, I have to go to court because it is punishable minimum of a year in prison. And he said, I don't need the prison. I just need to leave. So they went to court with him and they fought his case without taking the time. He's part of the church. His life is turning around. What am I saying? 
guess what? That lawyer never knew he would get a breakthrough that would publicize the name of his company across the world. Do you know how many people would are committed to CNN to see that news come true? God did not tell him. See, I, I, I tell people, if you think that God, if God tells you that this and this is what I want to make you to, I want you to become, I guarantee you, I don't know, maybe you might be more spiritual, but the scripture, God will never tell you 100% of what he wants to make you, make, make you to do. It is not his character. He trusts your obedience to follow those paths till you get there. Now today, people are reading and saying, you know, somebody will probably log in and say, let that elevation to them was actually going on there. And when they say they went to interview the lawyer, as far as he was concerned, the church started a prison ministry. And he said, how can I be useful? Not knowing God was waiting for him. Most of the time, people are so, you know, we want to see ah, what exactly is God saying about God is saying. See, no matter what you think you have heard from God, you have not had anything yet. Because if he tells you what he wants to give to you, and you do it because he said, because he has shown you what you want to become, are you serving him or you are serving what you want to get? That's what people don't understand. You expect him to lay his cards right in front of you. Even the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, Jesus, until he paid the price, that was when God said, okay, this is all I have in mind for you. So, if you will not lay his card before his own son, maybe your senior brother, but God help you in Jesus' name. I'm just saying to us, is that one thing that was clear in the mind of Joseph, that even though I was going through those challenges, even though I had a very rough year, I know that this life is not necessarily about me. I am, I am part of a bigger community. That is why the Bible, the Bible would never call the church an organization. He calls it the family of God. There is a clear difference in the two. And Joseph said, you know, Joseph trusted his brothers. To carry his bone. Even though many years later, the Bible says there arose another king, another pharaoh, who did not know who Joseph was. But he labored for his brothers and he believed that they would carry him on that. Can I ask you a question? Do you think life is bigger than me? Do you think, no matter what it is that you've seen, what made Joseph, with all his failures and his success, what made him on his dying bed say, you know what, I still have a dream. Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. 
May God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So, let's just, you know, when, when, when Joseph, when you read um, Genesis 39, Joseph was saying, and this is how you would know, because when Joseph was in Genesis 39, uh, verse 8 and 9, Joseph said, you know what, said, said, how can I do this? And sin against God. When his brothers came to him in Genesis 50, verse 20, he said, See, all that you are planning, you made it for evil. But you know, I understand that there is something bigger that is going on. I said, But you meant it. You meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verse 28. No, it's interesting when we read this scripture. I, I think that we, Romans chapter 8, verse 28. It says, And we know that all things work together for good for those who love God and who are called according to his purpose. Please, can I tell you what you're not reading? The Bible did not say all good things work together for good. The Bible says all things. What we think is God said all good things. He said all things work together for good. I was talking to my brother during the week. He called me and was sharing a testimony. Of course, they've been back home. And one of them got a very good job, smoothed on, and things like that. And the other one still had a bit of challenge. And you know the way people go, ah, did you know? All these kind of things. And we were praying, and you know, we were praying, believing God. He got another, he got a job. But the job he got was working with a charity helping the charity and it was helping them at times it would be dirty very late in the night and at times you know the charity would not be able to um, sustain their fees and say you know what maybe you guys will have to so you call and say you know what so he got an offer from somewhere but that offer came with conditions that would affect his his, his fate let me put that way so i said to him i said no you don't you don't do that if that is what they want, if they say that you have to be a part of this to be able to work here, then the answer is no. I think it's not something devilish, but it's something that will take him away from what God has called him to do. What God has called him to do. So, but what I'm trying to say is that, so he called me, was it last, you know, and when the people will start to call you, what is God saying now? I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. He's, he's, he, I just know that he's hearing our prayers. But yes, I know he's hearing our prayers, but what we are asking is what is he saying? You get what I'm trying to say? And, you know, so, so when he called, I was talking about his, he got a job. And the job he got is a very, is in Cleveland and a very high position. He's not even in a very high position. And the reason why they took him for that role was because of the work of the giant. 
One of these, um, 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 what do call it? One of these, I think, two buses ahead of him is the Lord here. And we're going to conference calls, we go to meetings together, we go to places or whatever it's going to be. But what I'm saying to you is this: is that <laughs> then he looked as if. But God, God had a plan. And I said to him, I said, do you remember that this is your vision from the onset? That you want to be in a place where you're going to be able to touch life. That is exactly his job. All I'm just sharing with us is that it's important that we understand that we are more than this. Because when you understand that you are more than this, the way or you, you have more, more people around you, the way you would, you would see things will be different. The way you would see things will be different. So we are running up and I'm just going to just say a, a couple of things more. Matthew chapter, you know, Matthew chapter 18, verse 10, Jesus said that little children, he said, he said their angels are always before the Father. So, can I say to you that because you grow, you, you grew up, the angel did not resign. <laughs> so, that means that even if you have nothing around you, assume you have an angel assigned you. But at times we walk and we live our life as if it is only about us. You know, I heard one thing at times. I I did um, okay, it's not an idea. I did, it was it was like I was dating someone there. And I knew that no, this thing was not really the right way to go. And I was like, you know, this is what I this 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 is what I want to do. But you know, it was, she was not a bad Christian, don't get me wrong. But we were like, I, I just want to, and I was like, and I will never forget that day. I slept downstairs on the couch. And I saw somebody who came to me in the dream and said, this is the problem. And this is not the first time I'm having that kind of dream. And I don't believe that I'm unique. But the person said, this is the problem we are having with you at times. You think you are the only one. Because you are the one in the physical realm. You are frustrating what we are doing. That day was very interesting. So the person was talking to me and had his hand at the back. So as the person was, I was, I was, I was trying to explain, I said, ah, you know, ah, this, 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 and I said, you will not listen. I know you will not listen. And he said, as he just pulled out his hand, 
there was a long queue. <laughs> I see. I woke up in the dream, running around the house. <laughs> I was like, I, you know, I'm being honest with you. The occasions when I've seen, even in my dream, and then you walk over and just slap me. Why? Why? I said, you don't understand that this thing is not only you. You get carried away and you think we are all here looking at what is he doing. And there are some of us here that God is like, okay, what is this about now? You are not alone. You are not alone. If I be, the Bible says to us that we have an advocate who is in heaven, first John chapter two, verse one. He said, he said, he said, little children. He said, do not he said, first John, sorry, John. The Bible says that little children, he said, do not panic. He said, he said, when you sin, he said, know that we have an advocate. That was first John chapter one. Verse first John chapter two, verse one. Basically saying that we have an advocate in heaven who is Jesus. Do you know why I said little children? Because little children are always walking without being conscious. John chapter 14, verse 16, Jesus said, I will not leave you. He said, I will send you, I will pray the Father to send you another helper who would walk you, who would be with you and abide with you forever. So that means that he's saying that, guess what? He's not only going to be part-time, he's going to be there with you forever. All I'm all are we, what are we saying as we cross into the new year is that you know that it is not just about you. Stop walking and living your life as if, well, me, 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 me. And God is saying, what is that all about? Because the way he walks is what Joseph did. Joseph believed in the vision. He believed there was something greater. And God kept on opening those doors for him. Like I fondly say, at times some of us want to become the CEO, but you will never read anything that pertains to your company. And when we just let us put it down as well. There is something that, if you have noticed, is uh, you probably it's not well, It's called an ecosystem. For those who did a bit of biology, ecosystem. An ecosystem we say is that all plants and animals, all plants, animals, and human beings depend on their immediate surroundings and are in that interdependent on one another. So basically, what he's saying is that. You need the, the tree out there to survive. That 
cockroach or that hand that you think is useless actually contributes to your survival. When you have all these worm, earthworms, that they go to the ground, they till the ground when they are moving around so that, so that the, the tree can find its roots. So that that tree can give out oxygen so that you can breathe. But when we are not conscious about that, we say, let us pull it down. Let us build a house. And most of us, because we think that certain things are not really important, I need a better place to stay. Pull it down. And God is saying to us, you live in an ecosystem, both spiritually and physically. You need, there are angels around you. There is the Holy Spirit living within you. It is an interaction. You are all interacting so that you can live a life that is pleasing. Jesus said it this way, and please do. I left some water there. Jesus said it this way. Just just look up some. Jesus said it this way in John chapter 17. And if you can, John chapter 17. Jesus said, I do not pray for these ones alone. God bless you. Just let me put it down. I do not pray for these ones alone. That's who are the ones alone? The disciples he saw. Jesus said, But I also pray for those who will believe in me through their words. That they may that they may all that that they all may be one as you, Father. And sorry, as you, Father, you are in me, and I in you. That they may be one with us. That you, that the world may believe that you sent me. Go on to the next verse. It says. The glory which you have given, which you gave me, I have given it to them, that they may be one, just as we are one. I in them, you in me, that we may be made perfect together in one. So God is saying, Jesus is saying, God, you are in me, I am in them, so that we can all be living together. So what Jesus is saying, God, I want you. To, this is what this is my desire. Is that, is that they would know that they are not alone. That when they are going, they know that life is, is bigger than them. It is not only about what happens to them. They need to understand that even if anything walks in, somebody has seen it, an angel measured it and made sure that it was safe. See, those, and I want us to begin to live our life in that kind of way. Something happened at the time, and we got a letter, and we were looking at it, and we got it was not a, a good news per se, and it wasn't what we were expecting. So, and I said, I said, I said to her, I said, how did this come true to my house? And I did not know. 
And she was like, and, and, and she was like, well, you know, maybe we didn't, and I said, I looked at the date of the letter. And I said to her, I said, can you look for the salmon on this date? So she, because she put the date on her salmon notes. And we went through it. It was exactly God saying that whatever comes your way, I had seen it ahead of time. So I said to her, I said, yes, I know. He cannot have walked through my doors except he had been vetted on the way. Why? What gives me that kind of assurance? Because I know I am not living alone. Guess what? If you also know that there are things you're not in your house. Because you know you are not alone. I'm just going to illustrate something as we close. Can I have the um, sorry? Oh, yeah, I know I think Josh. Now, which one please? Oh, you want that? Don't mind. Okay. Amen. Now, please. Now, so we are going to do. We are going to do a bit of walking down. So, I want you to both walk. Okay, uh, walk to. The camera, run. I want to see which the first person that would that would that would come back. So they have two cups in their hand. One is empty, and the other one is not. So let's see who will be the first person that would um, go and come back. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> God bless you. Hallelujah. Do you notice that when he was running, he was looking at everybody running, and when he was coming back, or well, our focus was on that. If you are conscious that you are carrying something, your focus will be on what you are carrying, not on what you are looking at. But most of us, because we don't know we are carrying something, or people are not carrying anything anyway. They will run and they say, ah, why are you looking at me like that? Oh, they will run, 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 come back. They don't have anything in the home. But the one that is carrying something is saying, no, please, can you, can you move that way? And things like that. Why? Their focus is not on people. Our focus was on them. Do you know what happened also? He could run faster. But she has to take her time. He, he can not him, but he can run anywhere, do anything, anyhow. It doesn't matter because there is nothing they are carrying. But when you are conscious of what you are carrying, the way you will run, you be careful. Your focus will be on this thing must not pour. As you go into the new year, God bless you. Please be more conscious of what you are having. 
I don't, you don't need to tell me you are carrying something. I will see it the way you act. We saw it now. When she was carrying something, you could see it. If you have said that, you don't know that I am anointed, then you are not. Someone's The way is either you are not conscious of what you are carrying, which is the most for us. We run around and the water keeps spilling here and there. Joseph knew that although his life had ended, the mission still continues. Two thousand and eighteen is coming to an end, but the mission still continues. It is not the end of. It is the end of a phase, but the mission still continues. So as we go on, and as we we thank God again, as we thank God and we give Him praise. Is for us to understand that see, all these testimonies that we are hearing is just an evidence that we are not alone. Mm-hmm. When God gives prophecies, I know, <laughs> see, somebody, some, at times they give prophecy in, in the church, and I'm scared. Because <laughs> you're like, ah, God, he's a big gambler. <laughs> they give someone prophecy about a secret thing that nobody really knows. And also I was hearing this, like, yes, this person said that this and you'll be like, oh, okay. <laughs> that actually made sense. Take it on say. But we give God praise. Then God is talking about a child. I use that example. That you have a child, or you had a child somewhere, and I'm looking at the coffin, and I've not had anyone of them talking about they have a child somewhere. You know that trouble. Because <laughs> if you get to come to your mind, ah, hey, God, this vision does not. Later, did not begin to say to me, ah, yes, many, many years ago. I didn't say to that person before. In my mind, I was like, ah. I am God, I did nobody say it in English. You know, you'd be like, but what I'm trying to say to you is this is that we live, we are in an environment that has so much. But at times, because we are not conscious, we think it's just us. That's why I'm so grateful how the service went today. When I was saying that, you know, I kind of sensed what was happening in service. And so filled my heart with joy when I could see everybody say, I think this is what is going on. So even if something comes in through the door, everybody knows that something has happened. And that is the community that we are in. May God grant us grace. Let us rise. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon. Have a blessed week.